Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Next Level. I am beyond excited to welcome special guest, Sarah Beth Spatelli, who is a co-owner of Studio 14 Circuit Training. She was a nurse to now certified personal trainer, helping busy women reach their wellness goals through healthy habits, fitness, self-love, like the whole nine yards trying to live their best life. So beyond excited, welcome, Miss Sarah Beth. Thanks, guys, for having me. Of course, of course. So Sarah Beth and I co- connected recently, relatively recently at a fitness sampler, and we were chatting back and forth just about all things nutrition, fitness, and we were like, oh my God, we are so similar. <laughs> we are beyond, it's it's crazy, and our lives are very, it's, it's kind of weird, like parallel, um, how similar we are. So I was like, oh. We have to welcome her into our world, into our community, so she can share all of the things and just continue to impact women all around the world. So why don't we start with telling us a little bit about you, your journey, what got you into the health and fitness field, the whole nine yards? All right. So, I mean, I've always loved fitness. Um, I, gosh, I so I was a cheerleader in high school and we started lifting with the football coaches. Um in cheerleading during varsity cheer. So like since 10th grade, I started lifting and like the coaches, I was just naturally strong. I have like really big quads. So like the coaches loved having me squat and it was like so fun and motivating. So that like really got me into loving lifting. Um, and then, so I, I started going to the gym on my own and, you know, unfortunately it kind of became an obsession. Um, I developed an eating disorder, Um, I was working out literally all the time, mostly like running, um, little bit of lifting weights because I didn't want to get big. Um, so, you know, that was probably from like the age of 17 to like 23, I'd say, or 24. Um, you know, it was definitely tough. I was in like a not so supportive relationship that kind of like fueled that, you know, so, Um, I moved here when I was 24 and I decided, no, I am going to get healthy. I, this wasn't the greatest way to get healthy, but I want to do a bodybuilding competition. (laughs) Been there, been there, done that. (laughs) I'm not looking at it, but like in my brain, that was like, okay, like I'm, it's going to help me get on point with my nutrition, lifting. I'm going to get cut, like have this body. So I hired a trainer when I first moved here. Um, and started lifting. And I went through a a couple of trainers um, before I found a really good one. I loved him. But then I started dating my fiance. And he my Jay, my fiance is a trainer. He's been a trainer, gosh, for like 17 years now. Um, So he was like super knowledgeable, done a bodybuilding competition. So I left that trainer not because of anything he did. He was really great. He taught me so much. and started lifting with Jay. And as we like were going, he was like, you should be a trainer. Like, and I had, it was something I always wanted to do. I was just always told by other people because I was a nurse. Gosh, I went to nursing school at the age of 20 um, or 19, 1920. Um, mostly like a push by my mom. Um, I love helping people. And like, I'm really smart in that aspect, but it wasn't necessarily like what I wanted to be, but I kind of made it who I wanted to be. Um, So I really always wanted to go into fitness. So when he said that, I was like, you really think I could do it? And he's like, yeah. So he's the one who encouraged me to get my certification. Um, I was nursing full time. And then, so he, he owned the studio before we met um, and then brought me on part-time as a trainer Um, And then my book got full being part-time. So then I left nursing and decided to be a trainer full-time. And man, it was really tough at first, like really freaking tough. Uh, (laughs) You know, like, I mean, you know, the grind, like, especially like going from a full-time income to like, I started out with a part-time income, you know, but I had to open my book. I had to open my hours. Um, so I had to grind to get my clients. Um, and it was also like not even just getting clients. It was a grind to like help my mental health. Um, I needed to get better to help other people. Mm-hmm. So that kind of started like my 
love for self-love and like helping people love themselves. And because I started this journey really having like no self-worth, no self-confidence, um, really bad body dysmorphia. Um, and you know, I, I started picking up books. I started reading, like not even just about fitness. I like all these self-help books to help myself because I just wanted to be the best trainer or coach that I could be because I really, I never wanted people to feel the way that I felt. Um, and you know, people, you know, people do feel that way. You can't necessarily stop them from feeling that way, but the best I can do is help them and give them tips to, to not feel that way and better themselves, how to get out of that mental hole. Um, so I, you know, kind of excelled. I always feel weird, like saying this, but I kind of excelled like as a trainer from doing that for myself. Um, Mm -hmm. and also like kind of just showing other women that it is possible. And like, I wasn't always who I am right now. Like it sucked for a long time and it took a lot of years, a lot of work. Um, but you know, I think that with fitness, the mental health aspect is huge. Um, so I really just wanted to set out to, to make a difference. Um, and now here I am. (laughs) Oh, I love it so much, so much gold and God, there's so many things I want to dive into, but I think a big part of it, what fitness journey wise being a competing, right. Bikini competitor. Did you do bikini or figure? Did. I did bikini. Um, and that's a whole, I don't know if you want me to like touch on this. A whole different, right? <laughs> like that, we could have a whole podcast on that, like alone, right? Because I think like you, to your point, you had said, you know, you wanted to get quote unquote healthy. So mm-hmm. you thought, oh, well, <clears throat> let me do the, the bikini shows so that yeah. I can get my nutrition under control. Cause that might be like healthy. Right. And, and for myself, when I was doing bikini shows, I was like, I'm going to achieve this dream physique because she looks happy and confident and successful. And she looks like she has it all. So like, that's what I'm, when I get to that physique, it's going to happen. It's like a light switch, right? Newsflash. That was the most miserable, miserable time of my life. Yes, I was in the darkest place and it was like, an aha moment of like, damn, I'm still picking myself apart. I'm the most insecure human being. And I'm on stage in a tiny bikini. And I'm like, damn, what am I, what am I doing? You know, yeah. like, oh, so I didn't know if similar, like, did you think achieving a a dream body or whatever you desired was going to change your whole entire life? <laughs> hundred percent. And I think like, so that's kind of like what fueled the eating disorder as I was like, so miserable in my life that like I thought that by like you know it's also a control thing like I thought that by making my body perfect I would all of a sudden be happy because I was happy with my body but like like you said that literally does not happen that is the furthest thing from the truth Mm -hmm. Um, and unfortunately it took me years to realize that um you know I would say that like competing I definitely like that's when I started this this also sounds crazy that's when I started remission like from my eating disorder um but the body dysmorphia was fueled like tenfold um and you know I I it took me a long time to cut and prep my metabolism was crap from my eating disorder like I I was anorexic and bulimic. So I would restrict and then whatever I did eat, I would make myself throw up. So you, you guys know, obviously the less you eat, the slower your metabolism gets. So when I even started to eat like, like 1400 calories, I gained a little bit of weight. Like I, and then, so like cutting for me was super hard. Like I was super low because I, my metabolism was so bad. So, um, it was a really tough process. It took me a long time. Like I would have a show date in mind and then I would have to push it out. I would have another show date in mind and then I would have to push it out. Um, and that also was like discouraging because I'm like, oh, my body, like what is wrong with me? Like, why doesn't my body look the way those girls on Instagram look like, why is this not coming so easy? Um, and so, you know, that in itself was a long process and, you know, mentally, and then by the time I got on stage, like 
you know, my body was great. Like it, it, I looked so good. And I like, so at my lowest, I would say I was 125, which I know is pretty heavy for a bikini competitor, but I was literally like pure muscle. Um, so getting on stage next to these girls, I looked huge. Um, and, but like my body, it was so good. Like I look back now and I'm like, damn, like you really did look good. But getting on stage next to these girls who weighed probably a hundred pounds, that's a significant amount of muscle. So I ended up getting third place and I was really disappointed because I really thought like, because of my physique, like, yeah, they were smaller, but I thought I was going to win because of my physique, like my quads, my sweep, everything. And we, Jay and I, cause Jay coached me through it. We went to the judges afterwards because in my, in my head, I was going to keep going and go pro and do all this crazy stuff. Um, and they said, your quads are too big. Like your quads are way too big to compete in bikini, but yet they were way too small to compete in figure. Mm -hmm. I would either have to force myself to gain a whole bunch of weight and muscle to go to figure or essentially not compete. Like there's literally nothing. I mean, I can't get rid of these things. Like there's literally no way. (laughs) (laughs) so that was like super discouraging like you know to have people essentially pick apart your body when Mm -hmm. you're um so I I fought with the idea of doing it for a couple years after that and then I like it was like this epiphany like you said like kind of like why am I doing this to myself why am I starving myself to look like this why am I lifting for two hours a day five days a week like why am I putting myself through this um and I just I kind of dropped the whole idea like right then and there like when I realized like this isn't good for me this isn't what I want like out of my life like I don't want to be an Instagram model like I don't want to post my workouts every day I mean I do sometimes but like I don't you know like I don't know. I just realized that wasn't for me. Um, and then kind of there, this was like the time where like that kind of healing journey really started like the books and affirmations and journaling and all that stuff. So yeah, competing, like looking back, like I'm glad I did it because I don't think I ever would have started my healing journey if it wasn't for that. Yeah. hundred percent. I think, you know, similar to you, I was like, what, what is my life? Like what I, I will never forget. Cause I, my body was also rebounding after ridiculous amounts of working out and the crazy, crazy diets eating super low calorie. Like I was gaining weight, barely eating and training like a fiend. And it was like, what's happening. And I had qualified for nationals. And my coach was like, you sure shit ain't getting on the national stage looking like that. And I was just like, what I don't have a life. So I hired a mentor, me. I'm like, let me just hire all the coaches. <laughs> I like sign me up. Um, because like I don't want to feel this way. I don't want to feel this way. I want my life to improve. I know that I'm meant for more. I just don't know like how, how do I get there, right? And the, one of the questions that she asked me, and to this day, it's like, she was like, Who are you? Like, how would you describe yourself? And what are your hobbies? And I had no fucking clue. Mm-hmm. I was like, I get up at four in the morning and I work out and then I go to get my master. I was in school at the time. I was getting my master's degree. I was running a studio. I was like, and then I go to bed and I do it all over again and have a life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And at that moment, I had realized that I totally lost myself completely. Like I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what I wanted. I knew I didn't want my life to revolve around Tupperware and not going out to eat and, and enjoy right. life. Like I'm mm-hmm. never going to find a partner. Like I was, I was very much alone and miserable. And I was like, you're right. Like, I don't know who the fuck I am. Like I need to, I need to do work on me. So mm-hmm. I think that at that point, like the low point of my bikini show career, if you will, um, that had, I had all those realizations and then jumping into being a business owner my goodness, is it not a mirror to everything that you need to work on? <laughs> uh, 100%. Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, it's like um, you need to work on all of these things, improve yourself, right? Which yeah. is 
but the personal development, the personal mm-hmm. development, the mindset work, like that's everything. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't until I had to heal my body, but I was also building a business. So I was forced to do a lot of the head work, the mindset work mm-hmm. simultaneously mm-hmm. while healing my body from the shit that it's been through. And I was like, this is it. Like the, they have to go together. They mm-hmm. absolutely have to, because you cannot hate your way into loving your body. You cannot yeah. like, we always, how many, how often Jen do a couple people and it's like, I want to lose weight. I want to lose weight. I want to lose weight. I don't care what I need to do. Just I want to lose right. weight. Like, why? Right. Like, I lose weight. Right. Mm-hmm. Because let's be honest. It's, it's the experiences that we're craving and mm-hmm. the feelings that we're craving that we think that are going to come with weight loss. Right. It, it wasn't the weight loss that I was desiring, which I thought it was. Mm-hmm. It was the happiness. It was the love. It was the success that I thought came mm-hmm. with losing weight. Yeah. Right. That's, sure. that's Most of our clients always go through that. And I think a lot of women, to be honest with you, I think a lot of our clients that come in, they really don't know what they want. They think they want weight loss. They're like, I just need to lose weight because when I lose weight, then my husband's going to love me. I'm going to love my figure. I'm going to look what I see in the mirror. And at the end of the day, it's like, like, why is it that you're wanting to lose this weight? Like, what is it? What is it deep down? And I think a lot of women just don't want to focus on that. It's like, just tell me what to do. Just tell me what to do so I can lose the weight. And then once I lose the weight, then I'll be happy. Then I'll get what I want. And I was like that. I mean, I'm much older than you guys are, but um, I, we didn't have all that stuff when I was growing up. And for myself, I was like you, I had an eating disorder as well as a, I was at, I think I was like 17 all the way till 22. I had a, I was bulimic. Um, and I just didn't have like the Instagram stuff. I had more <laughs> magazines, but I would see always thin, 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 thin. Um, and I was like, okay, I, my body's not like that. It's not working. I'm like doing all these things and my body's just not getting as thin as these women. My ribs are not showing. That means I'm doing something wrong. And that developed my eating disorder. And it really, it took a toll on my body. And then when I tried to get my body back, like you, my metabolism was like, lady, what in God's name are you trying to do to me? Like, this is not working. And for me, it took me a very long time. It really wasn't until I had my daughter that I was like, I need to change my shit. I don't want her to go through what I went through. Like, no fucking way. Absolutely not. Like, I need to change my shit now. And back then, again, it was like there was no mindset stuff. That wasn't talked about. It was more go to the gym, eat less calories, then you'll lose weight, then you'll be good. There was none of this mindset stuff. And for me, it was like, I really had to put myself in my daughter's shoes. And I, do I really want her to go through what I want to? And I was like, hell no. So that's when I had to do more internal work. And I had to really teach myself because again, there was no mindset coaches back then. There was like nobody talking about that. So I had to like, kind of like, what is it that I really want? Like, where am I going? And what do I want my daughter to see in myself? And that took a long time. And I think a lot of women just don't want to waste, waste their time focusing on that because it's like, oh, that's not going to do that. Get the hell out of here. I just want to lose the weight and then, and then I'll work on it. But it's like, you have to work on it simultaneously. And a lot of women just don't want to do that at all. Uh, And you know, you're so right. And I, I love that you say that like about your daughter, because like, you know, I don't, I don't have children yet, but I have nieces and like, so it was sort of the same thing. Like, do I, my, my one niece is 10 now. Like, do I want her like looking at me like this? Like, do I want her to see this? Or like, you know, I would catch myself like looking in the mirror, like, you know, you're in your brain, you're picking out your flaws, but like, I don't ever want her to be like that. I want her to think she's beautiful. And then same with my children when I have them, like, I don't ever want them to go through that. And I don't ever want to even show that that's even a thing that like, we say that we're like ugly or like, we need this or we need that. Like, I don't even want that to be a thing in my house. So I, I love that you said that. And like, you're so right. Like most women, I feel like, you know, I can tell them as much as I want, like you have to fix your mindset first, but a lot of times they, and like, I, this isn't, I don't know. I don't want to like be mean. It's not meant to be mean, but it's true. Like a lot of women like 
don't want to put in the effort or like think they don't need to put in the effort because it doesn't like that's not the goal like the goal is like the physique and the the body um but they don't realize like no like you it will come so much easier too if you if you do this first or while while you're doing it um so yeah that that's huge um yeah yeah I I think because we hear mindset right and it's like we're we're talking like let's work on our mindset and it's like mm-hmm, okay yeah whatever bye like I don't I don't need that that's almost like counseling right like people are so I think we're getting better in society with with counseling I think I think we are definitely making progress but I think <laughs> it's it's a deem like oh I don't need that if, and if you go or if you work on your mindset like you are something's wrong with you right and it's no it's not it at all like you you should absolutely want to continue to work on bettering yourself and and maybe figure out like every time people enter our world it's like i want to lose weight why well because i i want to you know drop a couple pounds because i'm overweight why stop asking me why (laughs) i mean trust me i get shit for all the time but it's like i'm asking you because i want to get deeper why is it that you want to achieve this physique? Like, and what is this physique going to change about your life? Like, that's what we need to pull out of you because if we're striving for a number on the scale, you're never going to be fucking happy. It's never going to happen. You're still going to pick yourself apart. I always say this, you cannot hate your way into loving yourself, beating yourself up, picking yourself apart every single day. You will never love yourself. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, go. You're good. Thing <laughs> with my clients, I always ask why, or like sometimes people will come in and they'll be like, I want to lose 30 pounds. I'm like, well, why 30 pounds? Like, where did you get that number? And what makes you think that you're achieving health 30 pounds less than what you are? Like, where did that come from? And then they're like, well, I'm 150 now. And I think that if, if you look at the BMI chart, <laughs> 120 with I'm like, listen, you got to let, like, it's almost like a reset. Like you, we have to teach them like to literally get all of this stuff out of their brains. Like we are no longer number focused because like having that number, like why, like what, what is the reason for wanting that number? Because someone else said that that's where you're supposed to be. Like, and again, like you said, like, what are you achieving by getting to that number? Like, what is it? So, and, and you're right. A lot of times people will be like, well, I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm glad you don't know because we're going to start a clean state right now. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. I love it. Um, So kind of shifting gears a little bit. I know you were a nurse practicing for a while and still at some times you were, we were talking before this, Um, you still do practice nursing occasionally. Um, So talk to me a little bit about nursing healthcare versus what you're currently doing, right? And and how, you know, how different it is and maybe what made you kind of take a step back and go more towards like doing your own thing versus being full-time in a nursing career. So, you know, I I do love nursing. I love helping people. That is what it is. I love helping people and I do love like the critical thinking, like the science aspect of it. Um, I mean, you still get that with this, which is nice. Um, but you know, I would, this would have been 11 years that I was a nurse. And from the time that I started until the time that I left, like it has completely changed. Like it honestly has turned more into a business than anything. And, you know, I ended when I ended, I was working for some really good doctors. Um, but you know, I did have, there was some crappy ones in between and it gets hard to like advocate for people or like, mm-hmm. I love my old office manager, God forbid she ever sees this, but like, it was always about numbers. Like we, so I was a, I was a wound nurse, um, and we did hyperbaric medicine. Um, not sure if you guys are familiar, but basically we put people in these chambers at hundred percent oxygen. We pressurize them like they're going on a deep sea dive, no water involved, but like just the, the, it fills with the oxygen pressure increases. It helps to kill bacteria, kills bone infections, osteomyelitis. Um, it 
grows new capillaries. So then wounds can heal. Wounds need blood flow to heal. So these little capillaries grow, wounds can heal. Um, so with those treatments, like they are so expensive. I, I don't even want to say a number because it, it might not be exact, but like tens of thousands of, of dollars and like per treatment, I want to say it's like 10 to 20,000 per treatment. Um, and so a lot of times insurance will cover that if they have like in New York state, you can only, there's only certain criteria where you can, we call it diving. You can only dive people for, um, and if we like, if a, you're in this tube. So like patients are scared, like they're going to be claustrophobic. Like they're going to be hesitant about going in. And it was all about like, get them in. We got to get them in. Like, and I'm like, I am not forcing somebody to do something that they don't want to do. Yeah. It might be beneficial for their health. And all I can do is explain that to them. But if ultimately it's their choice, it's their body. Like I'm not going to be pushy. And like, it sort of got to the point where like, that was really annoying like that I I'm not gonna do that I'm not that kind of person even with sales I'm not like I am not pushy like I let you know what I can provide and ultimately it's in your hands and I will follow up with you but like I'm not gonna keep hounding you it's your choice so for me like it where I was working it literally just became miserable like I would go in and also there was like no windows in there so it was dark a lot of times when I went in. It was dark when I came out. Um, I would carry that home with me, like the misery. And it like started affecting me physically. Like I was always sick um, to the point where like, I literally like, I, I would call in a lot because I was like literally sick, like, like colds, like couldn't get out of bed. And I'm like, damn, like they're going to think that I'm like making this up. But I was, my body was under so much mental and emotional stress that it just literally it couldn't keep up anymore I guess like it just I just kept getting sick so it was at that point where I in like I would try to leave and then they would ask me to come back for a day just one day a week and and so I would do it because I'm a people pleaser and it was just like toxic I would try to leave they'd pull me back try to leave pull me back and I'm like So one day I literally just sent an email and I don't ever do this, but I sent an email and I'm like, I, I apologize, but I am quitting without notice. I have to do this for myself mentally, physically. Um, and that was it. And I literally like, and at that time I was only there one day a week, but I just like, I couldn't do it. And, you know, healthcare in general, I see so many clients come in and say like their doctors don't listen to them. Um, you know, they have all these things going on with their body and, and I've been through it. Like I'm currently going through it. Weird stuff happening in your body, but nobody's listening to you because you're a young, healthy female. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really, really a shame. And then I have a lot of clients who come to find out after years of, going to different doctors, um, complaining about symptoms, one doctor will listen to them. And it turns out they have PCOS or I have a client who ended up having Cushing's and all of these different things that, you know, if you just listen to that person and took them seriously and don't think that they're being dramatic and, and being on the back end, they do say that like being dramatic or like, oh, they're not really in that much pain. Like, and to me, that is just like, and not, you know, you do once in a while, you do have people like that, but like the majority really do have issues. And like, we know our bodies best. And I just think it's like sickening to me, honestly, like how much doctors now just like write patients off. And it's like, I only think that it's going to get worse, unfortunately, Um, because it's only gotten worse since I started nursing. So I, you know, a lot of nurses, you know, want to be the change in that, which is great. And that's exactly what I wanted to do until I realized, like, there's only so much change I could make. And then it gets emotionally and mentally draining too on that aspect. And I just like, I couldn't do it anymore. So, you know, switching completely to fitness um and coaching allowed me to like really help people 
change and like also help people like know that they need to advocate for themselves, um, which I think is is huge. So yeah, it, it's changed so much. And I just for personally for me, I just I couldn't, I couldn't do it anymore. Um, and you know, as soon as I quit completely, I slowly like my physical symptoms started getting better. I was I used to be able to like literally knock it out of bed. I started waking up easier. Um, all of these things started happening. My, you know, like I wasn't sad all the time. <laughs> like I, it just, it, it is unreal. What, and not even just nursing, like if you're in a miserable career, change it. Like you fully have the power to change it. And yeah, it's going to suck at first. It's going to be hard, but if you don't change, you're, you're just going to be miserable. Mm-hmm. You completely have the power to change that. And I think a lot of people don't realize that or like see that or believe in themselves that they they can be okay without whatever they're doing whether it's a relationship or whatever um so yeah yeah that's 100 percent. and then I love it because honestly that shows your strength and that you were like you know what enough is enough and you did take a step back and you're like I I need to prioritize me right and I think that's that's the biggest challenge and Jen, we see this all the time in our world, right? Of, of how much work, work, life, family, relationships, whatever it is, that's very stressful, whether it's negative, high stress, toxic, whatever that is, that affects you. That affects mm-hmm. you negatively, mentally, emotionally, physically, right? We have women in our world that I'm doing all the right things, right? Quote, unquote, mm-hmm. Cushions on point, training, awesome, steps, yes, like water the whole nine yards, but progress isn't happening. It's like, why? And let's go to your stress. Yeah, something's Something is wrong. Work. How We've got a couple ladies with high stress jobs, right, Jen? Progress was very, very difficult for a while. Yeah. I think a lot of women also don't see stress and sleep as a part of their health journey. Uh, to them, it's all about, okay, I got to eat salads. I got to work out really well. And then everything will work out. And it's like, no, you know, your body is like a whole big unit. A lot of things affect it. No sleep that affects you. Stress, stress. Oh my goodness. is such a big thing. Um, and I think a lot of women just don't, um, and it comes back to the education part of it as well. And also society and everything that everybody tells you, it's like, oh, you know, eat less, work out more and you'll be fit. Um, and I think a lot of people just follow that and they don't realize how you know how much affects your body like stress sleep water steps all these things affect your body and i think a lot of women in stressful jobs are you know they feel stuck because they're like well i'm doing everything right why don't i see progress and it's like well let's focus on your stress let's try to de-stress or find the ways to de-stress and i think a lot of women when they're busy they just don't think about that and it's just like go 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 um and then they get frustrated and it's like oh there's something wrong with me forget it. And they just set everything on fire. And then they're like, there's something wrong with me. This is not working for me. Let me try something else. Yeah. I actually like, I have a client who like, I initially felt like super discouraged, but you know, same situation. Like I was working with her for a year. She had a high stress job, also like not great mental health. Um, and she was doing everything right. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't seeing results. And I, you know, kept trying to stress like, okay, like you have to work on your inner self. Like we have to focus on this or else it's not going to happen. And she like, I, you know, she didn't listen. Like she did not listen. She couldn't. And it's not, I don't blame her. It's, it, it like literally is her mindset. And it's also like learned, I think from seeing things social media and uh, lack of education. You know, I, I did my best to educate her with everything I possibly could like, Hey, this is what's happening in your body. And eventually a year later, she, she left. Um, and I don't think she's training with anyone right now, but you know, I, I was super like discouraged in myself. Like, I wish I could like, I wish I could have like just gotten into her head, but it was that same situation. She kept thinking, well, something must be wrong with me. My hormones must be off. Like all Mm -hmm. this stuff. I'm like, I'm like, no, it's not like, yes, it definitely could be a possibility, but you have to address all these other things first before you, you jump to that conclusion. Like you're not fixing these things 
before and then you're jumping to this conclusion so I think you're right like they don't even realize that those things are truly a factor um when it comes to health and fitness um they don't realize like that that stress throws your hormones all out of whack but it's because of your stress not because you have a hormonal issue it's because of the stress so okay let's find ways to help your mental health ways that you enjoy de-stressing and let's implement that into your life because it's essential um yeah I think uh it you have to be willing to change right you have to be and we have found this throughout many years of, of being in the space it's like I can riff at you all day every day but if you're not willing and ready to actually change and to be open to it you're not going to like if somebody would have told me throughout my bikini competitor years of like, you know, I, I would read like, oh, you know, don't do this for all the wrong reasons. Like do it for, do it for the right reasons. And I'm like, yeah, whatever, like over my head. Right. I just, I, I, for me, cause I'm different. I'm a unicorn. Right. I, when I get here, I'm going to achieve X, Y, and Z. Right. So I think we think that we're so special, right? Well, oh no, it's, it is my hormones. Maybe not for everybody else, but it's for me right? I'm looking for things to grasp, to almost like validate that it's not me. It's not me. It's not my stress. And I think that piece until you actually get to, unfortunately, sometimes it's like rock bottom. It's Mm -hmm. like, like, I'm going to hire someone and I'm actually going to just trust what they're saying. And hopefully it works. And that's what I did. I was at rock bottom. I was like, it can't get any worse than this. Like I am mentally, physically, emotionally in the worst fucking place of my life. So I'm going to listen to what my coach is saying. I'm not going to, he was like, all right, we got to eat more food. And I'm like, okay, you're crazy. I'm not eating more food. Are you out of your mind? But at that point, yeah, I was like, you're going to tell me to eat more food. I want, do you, do you know what a little bit? Come on. But I, I didn't know. Right. But at that time I was like, I don't care what I have to do. I just want my life back and I want to feel better. So if I have to eat this fucking food, then whatever. So be it. And so I think until you get to a point where you're like, all right, enough's enough. Like mm-hmm. you have to be willing to then change. And I mean, we fight people all fight, no. but you know, have the, the no, fight. <laughs> all the time. Yeah. About like, all right, look like coming in, wanting to lose weight. Awesome. You're eating a thousand calories. Cool. Like we've got to do a reset. Like we're what you want me to eat more food? Yeah. <laughs> actually we do and it and it is a fight because again it's not the not the norm right and i think dieting culture society that's that's not out there right so it, again it's a lot of the shifting the stories in our brains and you have to be ready and willing to go all in or mm-hmm. else and, and we always say right like on the other side of fear and the uncomfortable and doing shit that you've never done before that's where the transformation happens, but you have to trust and lean in and go all in. And it's going to take time, right? Nobody loves, right? We want it. We want tomorrow. We want everything tomorrow. (laughs) I mean, I do too. Hello, but (laughs) it's going to take time. Yeah, it is truly a journey. It really is. And, you know, I, I stress that to my clients when they first sign up with me, like, especially if their goal is to, to lose fat, like it is a journey. And especially like if you are already coming to me under eating, like it's a process and it it is scary, but like you have to trust the process and you have to be ready like mentally to do it. I mean, you're so right. Like if you, if you're not ready and like willing to accept change, Mm -hmm you're never going to like, nothing is going to happen ever. Like you're never going to make any sort of change. Um, so yeah, I totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. I find it also, it's very interesting. I think health and fitness is very similar to business. Um, so they, they definitely go hand in hand because I found that, you know, even in business sometimes, like I want to do all of the things, like I, if I do more, I'll get more success. Right. And that's not the case right? And similar to a weight loss journey. If I do more, if I do all the things and then I'm going to lose weight faster. And it's like, no, it doesn't work that way. Same thing for business, right? It doesn't matter if I work 24 hours a day, the result is not going to come by working 
harder. It's working smarter. And you have to take the time to actually allow the universe to work for you and like receive also. So same thing with fitness and nutrition. Like you push yourself and push yourself and push yourself. You're not going to get there if you don't slow down do some of the inner work as well. Yeah. Totally agree. Yeah. 100%. And give yourself the space and the grace to, yeah. to like we say, it's a journey. Give yourself the space and the grace to get there. A lot of women are such in a rush. It's like, where are we going? Like, <laughs> where are we going? Like, let's, let's take it easy. Let's listen to our body. And I think a lot of women struggle with that a lot. And it's not their fault. It's like everything out there is like, oh, lose 10 pounds in two days, lose 30 pounds in four days. It's like, that's always in our heads. So we're always like, okay, I want that. I want that. I want that. But it's like, no, let's slow down. Give your body some time to adjust to whatever the fuck it is that you're doing to it. Like you're so in a rush, you're not even letting your body catch up. Um, so I always tell, that's my big thing with my client. Give your body, give yourself the space and the grace to get there. You'll get there. I promise you, you'll get there. But just give your body time and give yourself time, your mental time. You know, it's, it's yeah, it's a big thing. My best physique came when I worked out less and mm -hmm. I same. And I actually <laughs> tell clients that like, I, and they're like, really? And I'm like, like my best body is right now. And I'm working out the least I've ever worked out. I'm eating more than I ever have. And like also letting myself enjoy a night out to dinner and a couple glasses of wine. Like it is achievable, but I had to like, like once you let go of all of that, the number and in achieving a perfect physique and then that it'll come like it like yeah I always tell clients that from a logical standpoint it's like that doesn't make sense yeah yeah right? exactly like you're telling me to do less and like quote unquote cheat more and it's like I'm telling you yeah like we have to learn how to because you just working out like crazy and barely mm -hmm. eating, it's not gonna work for you it hasn't worked for you the last 10 times we've tried this. So like, let's do something new. Right. I know. I'm sorry to interrupt. No, no, no. Go ahead. I, say I always feel like, um, oh my God, now I forgot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it out of your head. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh my God. That's so No, but what I was going to say is true. Like when we tell our clients, I'm sure you have the same experience as well. They're like, well, I'm eating a thousand calories. Nothing is happening. And when I tell them, I'm like, I eat like 2,200 calories and I'm like five, one. And they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, not, I'm like the healthiest I've ever been in my entire life. Like the strongest, the healthiest, the happier. And it's like, wait, you eat like, they're just so fixated on the fact that you're eating 2,200 calories and you're so tiny. It's like, yeah, that it's achievable. It's possible. Like you said, it's possible. Yeah. And I think the idea of it a lot of times seems really scary to people, you know, like increasing their food when again, like society is telling us to eat less and it's really scary. Like when they see those numbers or like you do a macro calculation and I'm like, no, like this, this, <laughs> like this is true this is science this is real um and you know it again it comes back to like the trust and being open and ready to mm -hmm. trust your coach for guidance and also trust yourself to go through this process um yeah yeah they it's always like a, a shock when they see like <laughs> what be eating um you know even like in a deficit that like sometimes that number is way more than what they're eating and I'm like well right <laughs> right right exactly but again it comes back to like education and it comes back to like you've got to lean in and go all in and and trust that yourself hopefully you have a great coach and mentor to to guide you through that right and it just comes to a point where like do you want to change or not yeah, like really like get off of this yo-yo dieting cycle and live your fucking life. Like, what do you really want? Like for me, again, like I had said in the beginning, I wanted freedom. I wanted to be able to be happy and confident. And I want to live my best life while having my best body. You can have fucking both. You can. Mm -hmm. 
but you have to learn how to work with your body. Right. And I think that is a huge, huge, which is what our, our whole mission is, right? That's our huge impact, if you will, to, to have both. Right. And for me, that's freedom. And that's how I want my life. Like, I don't want to be on and off again, this, this dieting cycle, um, because again, I lost myself and I found that I wasn't present in my relationships, in my job, in everything, because I was so concerned about what I looked like all the time. And that just ripped me apart. Yeah, definitely. And I always like say like to clients, honestly, like who wants to live like that? Like, do you want to live eating a thousand calories for the rest of your life? Like, do you really want to do that every day? Like one that's, you know, not sustainable, but like mentally, like, do you want to do that? Do you want to be hungry? Like, no, the answer most times is no. Like, I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. Um, so yeah, like asking yourself those questions, like in figuring out like what you really want and like what the ultimate goal is and who you you want to be as it as a human. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I think a big um, misconception is we hear all the time we want to be like fit and healthy. Like I want to look really fit and toned, but like in order to look fit and toned, you need to have muscle, right? And in order to have muscle, we need to actually feed our bodies so that we can build muscle, right? And it's it's interesting because we think that we see these, you know, Instagram models and the fitness models and they all look amazing, but I'm like, a lot of them actually eat way more than you think, right? Like again, like myself, I eat well over 2000 calories a day and I'm also five, two, you know? So it's, I think we're all very, very small beings. <laughs> <laughs> I know this too. <laughs> um, but we don't realize like, oh, actually, yeah. But so in order to achieve a fit toned physique, like you've actually got to eat, right? Well, not going to achieve that toned look. Yeah. And like, it is 100% possible. It again, like it takes time. And I think like with social media, and this isn't like to knock anyone on their like fitness influencers, but like a lot of normal people don't realize that a good majority are on performance enhancing drugs, which also completely leans out your body. So like, we have such like unrealistic expectations a lot of times, like Mm -hmm. I'm lean but I won't I won't look like those a lot of like fitness influencers on Instagram because I'm not doing that kind of stuff and Mm -hmm. uh, I think that people like they truly like don't realize like what may actually be going Mm on and like same with like photoshopping and editing and you know, to, to the naked eye, like the photo looks normal, but I actually just started following this guy. He'll call out fitness influencers like that for editing and he'll, he'll zoom in and show like, do you, like, do you see this? Like this wall is pulled in, it's completely crooked. Like, and we don't realize that we don't think about this stuff. We just think they just post and took a great picture and that's what their body looks like. But a lot of times it doesn't really look like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. And that's for people mentally sometimes I I even get caught up and I'm like oh my gosh like Mm -hmm. get like that but I have to like I think too it's about pulling yourself back in and like snapping yourself back into reality um and realizing like hey this this very well may not be what it seems like Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah, I throughout my journey, I actually completely took a break from social media. Like I I removed myself completely from it because I mean, let's be honest, we're human beings. That's what we do. We compare ourselves to I mean, society, like social media, the TV, like mirroring people's lives. It's it's inevitable. We're always going to compare. So I was like, in order for me to get the fuck out of my head and to actually heal, I cannot be on social media and consuming because I need to start being okay with me. So I completely, and now I have very strict boundaries around social media because again, it's very easy to fall into that trap of like, oh, they have these shiny toys or they look amazing or they're living their best life when like you always don't, you don't know the full picture, right? Mm-hmm. Like, let's be honest. We all know our angles. Hello. We're not oh. 
something that's that's not you know like we got we're gonna post what we feel great in and we're like yes I hit that angle like we all have good angles bad angles and you know to to bring it back to like okay look that's a great photo but I think also as women we have to be okay and start practicing more and more like uplifting other women yeah 100% yeah instead of just comparing each other to one another or she's got this I don't have this and instead of in my eyes, it's like, she has this amazing, like, let's applaud her. And that just, it shows me like, oh, like that's, I can be there too, right? Yeah. Whether it's success, whether it's confidence and happiness, it's like, go like, hell yeah, you go girl. And it's like, that's meant for me too. Like I can get there too. Like keeping it from, from that lens rather than like, oh, well, she's got everything. She doesn't have the life that I have. Like I have it harder. Like I immediately yeah. go to validating or and or being negative versus seeing it from a positive lens so now yeah. I've really gotten better at let me shift my perspective on social media versus like falling into that trap of oh mm-hmm. she has this and I don't yeah right I 100% agree I you know with really low self-confidence I would be jealous easily of like people's bodies or like what they had and I had to literally be conscious and stop sorry if you hear my dog whining in the background (laughs) Um, I had to be really conscious in stopping myself because I didn't want to be like that like I'm I I pride myself on being a really kind human and I don't ever want to think like bad or I feel like jealousy is kind of being mean about somebody like you're like like you know and I don't ever want to be like that so I really had to with social media like stop myself and be like, like, no, like she's doing really great and I can do really great too. And as soon as I started being conscious of switching the way I I was thinking in my head, it like literally started to just come naturally. Like I don't, yeah, like once in a while, not, I don't get, I honestly don't get jealous anymore. Like once in a while, do you compare? Absolutely. But like jealousy is not even remotely a thing like I want other women to thrive because I can thrive too so like why shouldn't they they should like if we're all thriving like yeah it just (laughs) but I think that comes with like a true like conscious effort of changing your mindset in the way that you think Mm -hmm. yeah and by human nature women like you guys said human nature women compare each other it's just that's just the way we are we since we were little we are always compared of who has a prettier dress or nicer hair or whatever we always do it subconsciously but again bringing the awareness and also talking positive comes hand in hand like being aware of what you're saying and like no she looks fabulous but i can look fabulous in my own way and again having women understand that everybody's different we're all five two and we look we don't look the same we're all we can eat the same amount of food we can be the same size or everything, but we don't look alike. Everybody's different. And I think when women start to realize that everybody can have success in their own ways, and there is so much room up there for everybody. Everybody can come up there and be your own person. I think when women start to realize that, and like you said, applaud other women and truly applaud them and know that, yeah, she's fucking rocking it, but I'm going to get there too with her and we're going to stand side by side and we're going to be okay. It's going to be okay. I think a lot of women get so engulfed in like fuck she has this look how great she is my life sucks I'm never gonna get there screw it I'm out you know like a lot of women just get engulfed in that and I think women need to really subconsciously understand that everybody is fabulous in their own ways and there is room up there for absolutely everybody definitely and I love how you just said like okay we're all the same height but our bodies are all completely different and I literally have had multiple clients and I'm sure you guys too like like literally show me photos of people they know or people on Instagram and like I want a body like hers and I always say well you're never going to get her body because her body is her body and your body is your body so get that out of your head you will never look like that and I know that might be harsh but like it it's true like we be eating the same things do the same workouts everything but our bodies are gonna still look completely different and I I think that like you know as females we should embrace that and like Mm -hmm. yeah I yeah 
Yeah. I always, um, you know, bring it back to what was, what was the moment? Like how, how did I change the way that I thought? Like, because it's hard, right? As, as much as we can, again, sit here and riff about the importance of it. It's like, how do you go about then changing your, your thoughts, changing your behaviors and actions so that you don't go down that. And for myself, I mean, I had to set some really hard boundaries. Like one, like I told you, I, I totally took a break from social media because I knew that I needed to build my confidence and work on mm-hmm. me. Um, but another big piece of my journey was like inserting myself in rooms of women that are uplifting and that are going to want the best for me and that they are, you know, having that vibe, that energy that I so desire and putting myself in a room of the women that like, yeah, fuck yeah, she's killing it. I want to be around her, right? Or I want to be around like that energy versus being in an energy or a group that is maybe just bitching with one another that is, you know, average and and not to say like everybody's got their thing, right? I'm not, I'm not harping on like if you are content being in your nine to five or whatever, like that's cool. Like everybody's got their thing. But I was like, I need to put myself in the room with women that are doing what I desire and how the mm-hmm. life that I want to live and and how I want to feel. And so that meant cutting out pieces of my life that were bringing me down, that were sucking my energy. And not to say that it was a, a fight or whatever, but it was a, I got to be intentional about who is in my life because that impacts you. That really impacts you. Yeah, I could not agree more. And, you know, it's, it is, it's so hard. And like, again, like what you just said, like, we, yeah, I know we're talking about this, but like, for people listening, like, it is not easy. Like, it's not, we may like, I don't know if we're making it seem easy, but it's literally not easy. It is so hard to make these changes. And it is so hard to cut people out of your life, whether they're toxic, or they just align with your values and your goals. And that's okay. Like, it is okay if you don't align with people. And that took me a little bit to realize. Um, I would feel bad like that, you know, a, a girl was really nice, but she just wasn't. And again, like you're, like you said, if you're content, cool, I'm really happy for you, but I'm not content where I'm at. I always like, I always want to be better. I always want to one up myself. Um, So I need to be around people who also want to do that themselves. And you are who you surround yourself with. Um, so, you know, as much as like, I want it to be like that by keep, by keep, by keep like being around these people, um, it sort of brought me down and I don't mean that in a mean way, but it, it holds you back a little bit. Um, so I think you're so right. And you, you need to insert yourself in, in rooms of people, that have the same goals and mindset values morals that you do because that's just going to help you get mm-hmm. to where you want to be you need to have that support that's on the same level as you yeah a hundred percent and it's a practice you have to practice it's not something that you wake up in the morning like, yep a positive yep i'm confident yep i got this doesn't happen like that like you constantly have to practice so i think that's really a great point that you both made surrounding yourself with women that are like you helps you snap you back into like no i'm saying something negative let me rework that let me think positive and it's a it's constantly fixing your like little things that you say and constantly working at it because you're right like for me, confidence and, you know, all this motivation crap that, you know, everybody talks about, that shit didn't happen for me, like, overnight. That took a long time for me to build. And still, even now, I still sometimes struggle, but I have the skills to be like, no, what the hell are you doing? Like, let's get back into it. Like, let's rework these words and get back into what it is that you're working towards. So, again, like you said, sometimes people do think it's easy, but it's not. It requires a lot of work. It's practice every day and constantly walking in the shoes of where it is that you're going and constantly doing what it is that you want to do and to be able to get there. And if it's like cutting out toxic people, cutting out the negativity, then you have to do that. And again, you have to practice every day. Yeah. And I think that, I think change is scary. Change mm-hmm. is scary, right? Wanting more is great. And okay, I really believe like in my heart, if you have a desire, whether that's to achieve your dream body, grow your business, like whatever you desire is meant for you. Like whatever you believe in, whether it's God, the universe, whatever higher power, 
They wouldn't put a desire on your heart if it wasn't meant for you. So go after what you desire. Is it going to be easy? No. Is it going to be hard? Fuck yeah. Is it going to be scary? Absolutely. <laughs> but on the other side of that, that's where the growth happens. Yeah. Like I have really committed to the last, the last year, I was like, I want more in-person experiences. Like growing an online business, it can be very lonely. Um, I was like, I, I really desire in-person interaction, right? And that's how Sarah Beth and I met. Um, and like I said, we're very similar. And I was like, immediately the connection was there and it was like, oh, we got to hang out. Like we're, we're <laughs> very similar. But also Jen and I just came from New York City, like inserting ourselves in our mentors world at the event, surrounding ourselves with women who are also achieving more. And what, is it nerve wracking? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Walking into a room with multi-millionaires um, it's like, hey, hi, here we are. It, it's scary. <laughs> it is scary. But you know what? Mm-hmm. The only way that you're going to grow and to get there is to keep doing it. Make it till you make it. Yeah. Keep doing it. And I, we always, we, we do this exercise in our world. It's, it's like the 2.0 version of yourself, right? And it asks you questions of like, who do you want to be? And what does she look like? How does she think? How does she act? Like getting you to the deeper cause as to why we want to change our bodies, right? Mm-hmm. So same thing here. It's like when I go to these big events and their multimillionaires are there and amazing success and amazing women, it's like, who do I want to be, right? And let me step into her shoes now because it's, it's meant for me. So I'm going to walk in and fucking own it. Is it scary? Yep, 100%. But how would the best version of myself act in this moment? And that's mm-hmm. how I'm going to show up right? And it comes back full circle to weight loss, right? If, if you have an off day, we all do, right? But if you show up and you're like, how would the best version of myself show up in this moment? How would she act? How would she feel? She's probably going to eat and stick to her nutrition goals, get her workouts in regardless of life is hard, right? So constantly having that, that duality of what does my best version of myself look like? How does she think, act and feel? And let me step into that. So that I am successful. And yet that's the practice like you were talking about, Jen. Like it takes time. You got to practice being the best version of yourself now because you are her. You're her, but it's just inside of you and it hasn't come out yet. Mm-hmm. You got to pull it out. It takes time and it's scary and it's uncomfortable. But when you do it more, it comes out more naturally. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, definitely. And I think like, you know, I love that like envisioning like your best self and literally trying your best to show up as her every day even though like you might not be like your ultimate end goal like where you want to be but like still showing up as her is super important and doing one action every day mm-hmm. that best version would do or like that's going to get you to that best version of yourself um I think that's really important, like implementing something every day to practice, um, to get yourself there. That's the only way you can't say you want to change or like hope for change. It's going to happen. Like you literally yeah. do something every single day and it could yeah. be really small. Like right. start, I literally started out by writing three positive affirmations per day. And that was it. And that helped to shift things for me. I started, my wheels started turning and realizing how you said in the beginning, like I start, like I knew I was meant for more, but I wasn't sure what it was. And like, by me starting just that, it started just like rolling into other things. Um, So yeah, I think that like, like envisioning your best self is so important and doing something every day that helps you feel like her and, and become her. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Which will build momentum and momentum builds motivation, right? It's not a matter of like, do I feel good today? Am I motivated? Should I do it? Should I not? It's like motivation doesn't exist. It's the momentum and the drive that keeps you going. So that is everything. Taking action. Like you said, it is everything. And that's how you change your life. That mm-hmm. is how you change your life. by showing up and taking action every single day. And then the results will come. Yes. 100%. Oh, I love it. I love it. Well, we could talk probably for three more hours, um, but we are at the end, a little over an hour now. <laughs> um, but this was awesome. This was so awesome. Um, so much, so many different conversation pieces here. Um, so we'll definitely have you back, Sarah Beth, because this was. Yes. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Um, but-
why don't you share a little bit about where people can find you, um, where to reach out to you and best connect? Yeah. So um, you can find me on Instagram. It's at Sarah Beth, S-A-R-A-B-E-T-H, S-P-I-T-A-L-I, Spitali. Um, or you can check out my studio's website, Studio 14 Circuit Training. We're located in Buffalo, New York, if you're in the area. We also do online, but I'm, I literally have like four online clients. You guys are the online, more the online <laughs> people. Um, but it's uh, studio14ct.com if you want to check out for some in-person training. Awesome. Yeah. And I will definitely link both, both um, links and stuff in the show notes below. So um, amazing. Well, thank you again so much. This was so fun. And uh, we'll see you all at the next episode. Thank you guys. Bye.